Welcome back to our series on 60 Days to a More Effective Safety Program. My name is Nathan Crutchfield, your guest host here at emeetingplace.com podcast. We've had some initial discussions with regards to developing the safety process in the safety office. Today we're on day five, effectively organizing your office and your day. Let's first talk about establishing structure. Developing structure through a logical approach will help keep the necessary task prioritized and organized, as well as aid in reducing the potential overwhelming emotions that might develop depending on the state of the current safety culture, i.e., what have I gotten into? By starting with sorting out your office and files, you can begin to set structure to your mission. The small success of simply cleaning out clutter and seeing an administrative process begin can be comforting if nothing else. Get things in order. This, however, as the books referenced in day two, will be an ongoing affair. If you're not already in the habit of making use of a daily planner, Microsoft Outlook, or other device, you need to begin using them. You need a way to set notes up, keep priorities, and maintain your schedule and calendar. Doing this is an art form. Finding the balance between a structured day and the need for flexibility is essential. I personally use Outlook for calendars, contacts, and projects, along with a very simple composition book uh, to record my phone calls, observations, uh, conversations, that sort of thing. You may prefer a more formal-looking binder or some other software. Use whatever works for you, but get in the habit of keeping your notes in an organized manner. This area is also an ongoing affair to keep maintained and up to speed. As you begin to organize your office, the files, the various resources you have on hand, that sort of thing, a point of beginning is, to, is the review of the data that's on hand. As you organize your office, begin the organizing and review of all known loss data. This might include insurance loss runs that would cover workers' compensation, auto liability, general liability, and property claims. It will include the OSHA 300 logs as a basic requirement. You do need to have the required number of years in file properly. Also look for damage, accident investigations, and near-miss reports. Later on in the series, we will discuss getting with other specialty areas for their particular data. If these reports are not in your office or under your jurisdiction, you need to find out who currently keeps the insurance loss runs and OSHA logs if they are not your responsibility. Insurance loss runs are reports specific to your organization that track injuries and damage and provide details on what happened and the potential cost of the incident. Are these documents available to you? Who gets the insurance loss data? Many times insurance loss runs go to the finance department and may not have been made available to the safety manager. Ask if you can get on any distribution list and if you can get access to any online claims databases. 
Many of the current risk information management systems have the ability to analyze and do very detailed analysis of the losses. So you do need to find out if that capability is available to you. Internal damage re reports and others types of repair reports will also provide insights on where to go to look for underlying issues and problem areas of concern to the safety culture. To complete a loss analysis, it would be good to have at least a five-year history of what has been going on to begin any type of annual trending. Evaluate the data and look at how it's currently being presented. Is it in an understandable form that provides information for management employees? Does it communicate the loss history and record of the organization? Can you begin to set priorities with the current loss producing data and the current format by which it's presented? Tom Peters, the great management consultant, discusses management by wandering around. As you organize your day, you've got to continue getting out and about. As discussed in day four, you should be trying to spend some time each day where the action is occurring, where the work is being done. All of the re acquired data and information is only theory until you can match what you have read and heard with what you can see is being done. Talk to as many people as you can, asking questions but listen listening intently. Networking is essential, and the only way to network is to simply make the effort to get out and about and talk to all levels of the organization. You may have to begin to suggest corrective actions or intervene when, when and where you see specific uncontrolled hazardous situations. This is why you took the time early on to get your mission and authorities clear with your manager. The first few times you have to intervene will require tact, and a bit of diplomacy, jumping down someone's throat, a demeaning approach, being overbearing, etc., will shut down future communications very quickly. Set a tone that is professional, listen to why a situation exists, explain the hazardous issue, and make sure that a team approach and a problem-solving approach is desired and would benefit all parties. You must be reviewed or viewed as a problem solver and not an obstacle to go around. If the issues cannot be resolved quickly, work with the area management and finding alternatives to reduce the risk and the hazards. We will discuss later on on how to use the job hazard analysis to help you in responding to the various situations you come upon. So to summarize day five, as you organize your office, and the day, as well as the loss information and analysis, begin to match your observations with the numbers and the various assessments you have found that have been completed. As a reminder, make sure you keep your boss informed about what you're doing and where you're going and show that you are actively beginning the process. Take time to communicate upward to management and to all your peers. This is Nathan Crutchfield of Crutchfield Consulting, LLC, for eMeetingPlace.com podcast. We look forward to continuing the discussion with you as we move forward to day six.